joining me to unpack the day's markets action is Nessie Chetty from Stanlip. Thank you so much for your time, Nessie. Quite confusing um, colors that we're seeing there on the stock markets. The JC is back in the green, but the U.S. markets surprisingly are back in the red after they calmed down yesterday. Uh, European markets mixed. And I'm just wondering what is driving sentiment at this point? And... If we're just going to continue seeing this kind of mixed uh, volatile uh, sentiment for quite a while yeah uh, good evening Zanati, to you and your viewers i mean there's quite a bit of volatility at the start of the week uh, where we saw global bond yields uh, track high and specifically u.s 10-year bond yields that that touched the 4.8 percent threshold um, and i guess the the two-year yields also went uh, to about 5.1 so if one looks at the bond market and, and typically where yields are, there's no magical level of yields that when reached, I think in the U.S., will automatically draw in buys. I think most investors in that market are still assessing the risks with regard to inflation and ultimately rates in the U.S. Um, what we saw at the start of the week is as bond yields uh, went up and they underperformed, risk assets also fell as well and the S&P came under pressure. So, so there's some level of expectation, I guess, in the market that borrowing costs will stay higher for longer. Um, and the market is what we would call maybe on high alert. Uh, there's a resurgence of volatility, but that's to be expected. Uh, I guess what's key is that U.S. non-farm payroll data that comes up on, on Friday. Um, and, and, and I guess if I look at that, I mean, the, the Feds also look at it in, in terms of its, its, its ultimate rates decision. But if one looks at the last meeting, I mean, it's been very much uh, a hawkish stance that they've been conveying or messaging. Um, uh, I think inflation will still take center stage. If you look at the, uh, the components, shelter is still relatively high in, 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 in spite of the labor market also being strong. Yeah. Um, but what also add, adding a mix, I guess, is oil. Oil also ticked higher um, as Saudi cut and I guess strategic reserves have, have come down. Uh, well, Nessie, a big announcement that came out of the JSC at around, I think, half past four was Fortress um, making an announcement on its share structure. So, of course, we do know that they currently have that dual share structure between the A and the B shareholders. But for quite a while, uh, those shareholders weren't um, really coming to a solution in terms of collapsing that share structure to, to, to the point where Fortress lost its REIT status, couldn't pay dividends. So just unpack what they announced today. Yeah, Zanati, I, I guess if you remember a year ago, there would have been a vote to try and amend the, the MOI of Fortress to allow them to pay a dividend for the year in June uh, 2022 in a ratio of 80 to 20. Um, that particularly vote, that vote did not reach sufficient support uh, over that period and that was done at the beginning of the year. Uh, so the MOI didn't pass effectively, which meant that uh, historically, I mean, Fortress would need to pay out 75% of, of, of earnings out as a distribution yeah. to meet the JSC listings requirements. And that was the reason it deleted. And, and one must remember, the Fortress MOI prevents the payment of distributions where distributable earnings are less than the A distribution benchmark, which it was in those two periods. So, so in its very simplistic form, if one looks at the scheme of arrangement that they're proposing, it's effectively... Uh, where Fortress will repurchase all the, the FFF, FFB shares uh, mm. in issue for an exchange of, of NEPI shares um, at a swap ratio of 0 0.06 NEPI share for every one Fortress B shares. Um, and, and the swap ratio will be adjusted, I guess, for any distribution paid by NEPI uh, over the period between this announcement and when the, when the, when the deal is eventually implemented. So I guess what it, what it does is that mm. 
if one looks at the objectives of the scheme of arrangement, it creates one class of share for the company. Yeah. I guess most investors want that. Um, one can always argue, I mean, what is the right value of the A and what is the right value of the B yeah. uh, with regard yeah. to the swap. But I, I think it's a fair outcome with trying to get both sets of shareholders um, over the finish line. Uh, ultimately, most investors want Fortress to read it and get to, to a position of where they're paying dividends again. Yeah. Um, and I guess this this transaction will, if it's done, it leaves it at the discretion of the board as opposed to the uh, MOI. It does give the company greater flexibility in terms of corporate actions. Uh, and for, for I guess, most investors, it, it takes uh, the emphasis away for management of having to look at capital structure as opposed to having to, to manage the assets and, and ensuring there's un- mm. underlying NOI growth from the logistics and retail assets that it, it owns. Uh, for some classes of investors that prefer income as opposed to capital, yeah. there's also the ability now to be invested in, in Fortress again. Uh, so I, I, I think it's a, it's a good transaction to try and get uh, the company back to a, a dividend-paying position in one unit class. Ah, all right. Well, we don't have a lot of time, Nessie, but before we get to your stock pick, I quickly want to touch on uh, DataTech. It did come out with its interim trading update today, saying that all divisions have improved on the uh, comparable uh, six-month period to the point where headline earnings per share are expected to be up uh, as much as 38.3%. What can you tell us about those numbers? Yeah, I, I guess it's an interim update, but they're still staying strong demand across all of their business technology solution and I guess services. So they they well positioned to capitalizing growth in those markets. I, I think for these type of companies, actively managing supply chains have been very important over the period. Um, all these divisions like delivered improved performance, specifically Westcon and Logicalis, which had a good result. Mm. Um, Argentinian market's still tough, given that, I mean, there's hyperinflation in that market, so there's a, uh, a moderation of earnings coming there. But, I mean, fairly good update to be between 20, 29 and 38%. Yeah, all right. Well, let's quickly get to your stock pick for today, Nessie. What will it be? Yeah, so, so it's Nepi Rock Castle, and, and it's a high-quality portfolio of dominant assets in the CE region. It's a portfolio of just under 7 billion euros. Um, if one looks at that market in the CE, notwithstanding the volatility you had at the beginning of the year, uh, I guess in terms of geopolitical risk, the retail recovery is well underway in those markets, maybe versus the South Africa where there's been pedestrian growth. Mm-hmm. Uh, like for like NOI, which is a good proxy for profits, is up 15%. Uh, and if, we, if one looks at their retail and mixed-use developments uh, on the selected acquisitions, they're growing quite nicely. I mean, they're opening up new centers. Uh, Promenade Crayova would have opened up today, and that's uh, 64,000 square meter center at 136 million re- euros. Uh, the one thing I, I guess we we worried about the the companies we invested in is mm. the, the, the ability for them to be able to de-gear and also re, the refinance that needs to happen on a, on a three-year basis. If we look at Nepi Rock Castle, there's no big debt maturities that they need to refinance this year. Uh. It's in a very strong strong position in terms of liquidity. Um, if one looks at valuations, I mean, our view on that region is that their valuations could go up 1% to 2%. They've taken most of the pain during COVID in terms of the, the underlying NAV right down. So their EPRA net income yield is close to 7 uh, At a 10% yield, forward yield, and a 30% discount, it's very attractive. And you'd see in the month of October, there would have been a script take up as well, which was, mm. which was quite good. Ah, all right. Well, thank you so much for unpacking that for us, uh, Nessie, and just giving us an update on what has been driving investors' money today. Uh, That was Stanlib's Nessie Chetty.